European Heart Journal Case Reports 2020. I'm Sophia Katak, podcast editor. Today I'll be talking about a case report by Anthony Mata, Khalid Alanizi, Mayor Albaz, and Jerome Roncalli from University Hospital of Toulouse, titled Left Main Coronary Artery Thrombus After Cannabis Consumption. Cannabis is the most widely consumed illicit drug in the young adult population. It has been established that cannabis has pathophysiological effects on the cardiovascular system. The most common effects result from sympathetic system activation, such as sinus tachycardia, vasovagal syncope, but the correlation between cannabis consumption and myocardial infarction is somewhat limited. There are no standardised guidelines on the management and treatment decisions are case-based and depend on expert opinion and multidisciplinary team discussions. A 40-year-old, previously fit and well, Afro-Caribbean male smoker was admitted to emergency department with acute onset chest pain preceded by an episode of palpitations triggered by cannabis consumption. His physical examination was completely unremarkable. 12 lead ECG showed transient anterior ST elevation and T-wave inversion in inferior leads. His blood tests were all unremarkable except for troponin which was elevated at 23 and 400, less than 14 being the normal value. Transthoracic echo showed mild hypokinesia in the septal apical wall, but preserved ejection fraction and no valvular heart disease. Based on these findings, the patient was diagnosed with a non-ST elevation myocardial infarction. He had an urgent coronary angiogram which showed a patent right coronary artery. The left coronary artery engagement, however, showed a highly mobile thrombus within the left main stem without any evidence of coronary atherosclerosis and blood flow compromise. He had manual aspiration of the thrombus performed, during which a residual thrombus fragment pushed into the proximal left anterior descending artery and septal branch bifurcation. Given the absence of underlying atherosclerotic disease, normal coronary artery blood flow, and his young age, coronary artery stent was not implanted. Instead, he was treated with medical therapy such as aspirin, tachegrelor, and unfractionated heparin. The range of unfractionated heparin was monitored closely as per the trust protocol. He had a 24-hour tape performed to rule out atrial fibrillation, lower limb venous Doppler to rule out deep vein thrombosis, blood tests to rule out hypercoagulability, and CT, thorax, abdomen, and pelvis to rule out malignancy, as well as transesophageal echo, all of which came back as normal. A repeat angiogram was performed five days later, which showed complete resolution of the residual thrombus fragment. The patient was discharged home on a pixaban 2.5mg BD instead of the unfractionated heparin and also dual antiplatelets such as aspirin 75mg and clopidogrel 75mg. The triple therapy was planned for three months followed by a pixaban 5mg BD and clopidogrel 75mg for one year. The patient was discharged and referred to a substance withdrawal program. He remained asymptomatic at three-month follow-up. By then, he had further tests such as 72-hour halter ECG, coagulation testing, and repeat transthoracic echo, which were all normal. He had a reveal device inserted to investigate for paroxysmal AF to help guide with long-term antithrombotic treatment. Acute left main coronary thrombus is a rare angiographic finding and observed in only 0.8 to 1.5% of the patients presenting with acute coronary syndrome. The rarity is because most of these cases result in cardiogenic shock and death. In the majority of times, a plaque rupture from the pre-existing atherosclerotic lesion is the cause. However, in this case report, the angiogram findings did not show an underlying atherosclerotic disease and the left main stem thrombus that subsequently embolized distally into the LAD and septal branch was mobile, unattached and non-occlusive. 
The role of cannabis in causing coronary thrombus is not well understood. It mainly acts on the cannabinoid receptors which are of two types. Cannabinoid receptor type 1 is proatherogenic and cannabinoid receptor type 2 is antiatherogenic. Some studies have shown that cannabinoid receptor 1 expression is higher in macrophages in advanced atheroma of patients with unstable angina compared with stable angina. A cannabinoid receptor antagonist has also been shown to decrease atherosclerotic lesion development and decrease proinflammation. On the other hand, a synthetic cannabinoid receptor agent has shown to decrease plaque size and macrophage content in atherosclerotic lesions. Unfortunately, the biological effect of cannabinoids have not yet translated into a reduction or an increase in atherosclerosis in the clinical trials in humans that have already been published. A study by Mittelman et al. found an elevated risk of up to 4.8 times 4 MI within one hour of use of cannabis. This was a case crossover study on 3,882 patients out of which 124 used cannabis in the past year. Furthermore, a calculated annual risk of 1.5-3% of acute cardiovascular event was seen in daily cannabis users. Although this study points towards cannabis as a cardiovascular risk factor, other studies have shown no association between cannabis and cardiovascular risk after adjusting for confounding factors. Coronary artery risk development in young adults, also known as cardia, is one of these studies and is a 15-year longitudinal follow-up of 3,617 adults. The explanation of this is that cannabis use is also associated with other unhealthy behaviours such as high-calorific diet, tobacco smoking and other illicit drug use, all causing poor health outcomes. In this case report, the author suggests that the likely cause of left main stem thrombus was the result of an episode of paroxysmal AF given the nature of the thrombus and the clean coronary arteries as discussed previously. Sinus tachycardia and vasovagal syncope are frequent cardiovascular effects of cannabis consumption, but rarely cases of arrhythmia have also been reported. Some research suggests that arrhythmia can be caused by a direct effect of cannabis on autonomic activity or on Purkinje fibres and may also have a direct effect on coronary microcirculation. The ESE has guidance on the management of ACS in patients with known atrial fibrillation. In such patients, the duration of triple therapy depends on the bleeding risk versus risk of acute coronary syndrome and varies from one month up to six month duration followed by a maximum of one year of dual therapy and then oral anticoagulation therapy lifelong. The patient discussed in this case report, however, did not have confirmed paroxysmal AF and so his management was planned after the multidisciplinary discussion. The author suggests the following learning points. Cannabis consumption could be a risk factor for coronary artery thrombosis, Young adults should have a greater awareness of the cardiovascular impact of cannabis use. Manual aspiration with anticoagulation therapy is a successful approach to manage left main coronary thrombus in the absence of significant atherosclerotic disease. Thank you to the authors of this case report for highlighting this interesting case for us and thank you for listening to European Heart Journal case reports podcasts. References and original case reports are available online. Visit academic.oup.com forward slash EHJCR for other interesting case reports. Music is Computer by State Show.